I saw Yasin in 2018. 2018. 2018. Yeah. You know what I saw him though? Boy. On my Umrah trip. Bro, what are the odds? <laughs> listen, Anyone listen, that's been listen. to Umrah, you'll know that it's pretty much impossible to yeah, find you. You can even lose your family like within yeah. 30 seconds. <laughs> Especially on, on a Friday prayer, bro. Yeah, yeah. So many people in Medina. I, I saw him in Medina and Makkah. Look at the beauty of that. Medina and Makkah. Like, this and is like insane. Assalamualaikum guys. Welcome to another episode of Kalam Kobe. Today, me and Amr brought on special guest Bilal. Assalamualaikum. Welcome, Salam guys. How are you guys? How are you guys? How are you, Bilal? What are you saying? Alhamdulillah, I'm good, man. It's good to see you guys. You know, it's been a long yeah, time. Yeah, I haven't seen this guy in a hot minute. Yeah, it's been like, like a year. I feel like. <laughs> yeah, it's been a hot. You guys while, are in bro. what? You guys are going to big time school now. University. <laughs> yeah, university, bro. Yeah. How is uni going for you though? It's uh. Yeah, man. You know, Alhamdulillah. You know, school, uh, work, um, you know. I've been trying to go on this podcast, you know, a lot of things going on in the social media world that, you know, I think we should address, you know. Yeah, and yeah, your platform is, is, alhamdulillah, it's amazing. I listen to all your podcasts. Uh, you guys are doing good, you know. Alhamdulillah. Hopefully you guys continue, you know. Of mm-hmm. course. So, Bill, tell me what's been on your mind recently. Yeah, Amir. Um, yeah, there's just so many things going on. Um, and I think this is a great podcast topic as well. It's like, what's going on in the social media world? Mm-hmm. And... Truly about what and how Islam is spreading, right? Yeah, because of course the youth. This is a, this is a youth podcast, so we do prioritize giving a message to the youth. Definitely. We do prioritize, you know, giving a message to the youth because yeah. they are the ones that are responsible, right, for, for the sure. next generation. What yeah. they do, what they say, how they carry themselves, and so, you know, one of the hadiths actually that was on my mind that I wanted to start off with is uh, by Mikdam Ibn Ali Aswad that reported. Um, the Messenger of Allah, peace and blessings be upon him, said that no house of brick nor fur will remain upon the face of the earth, but that Allah will cause the message of Islam to enter it, by which the honorable will be honored and the disgraceful will be disgraced. Subhanallah. Now, I think we should honestly get into the premise of this hadith because essentially, on a concrete base, what it's mentioning is how Islam will spread itself to every house or household or community. You know, you can even look at it in general terms. Definitely. So, I think one of the recent pathways that we see Islam being spread by is, of course, social media. And, yeah. I'm, and, I'm, and I want to talk about this only because, as youth, we're always on, on our phones, we're always on, <laughs> you know, our laptops, you know, doing work, you know. Um, so, or on YouTube Shorts. <laughs> YouTube Shorts, yeah. Um, but sometimes we see the spread starting off as something negative as well, mm-hmm. right? You'll see some people, you know, um, mocking the religion. Right, okay. we'll see some people, and and when we see these things happening, whether it be mocking the religion or we see um, people saying bad things about our figures, our public, our, our figures. Sorry, um, it it sometimes it can it can enrage us, it can anger us, but truly, mm-hmm. um, what this does is, it's still resulting in the doubt. Like for example, when we see some, I don't want to say the names, but yeah. I saw I've been on social media recently. We see mm-hmm. people that are. Allah, they're doing very bad things when they hear the Quran they're doing yeah. certain actions they're mm. insulting you know insulting prophets and stuff yeah. and it's like when we see this we can obviously react in two ways we either get angry we feel enraged yeah, we, feel rage, we, feel, yeah. we feel like we need to take part you know we need to we need to say nasty things but this is of course not the that's not Islamic the right way, way but of course Muslims are not perfect so For sure. um, 
And we see a lot of these people, when they say these things, they want the reaction that they do get, right? Mm-hmm. We see people, like, when they get mad, they, they feel fulfilled. Like, yes, yeah, you know, like we got the reaction out of yeah. the Muslims. That's what we wanted. And this is uh, this relates to, again, the social, uh, the social media and just the media itself, the news outlets, everything targeting Muslims, right? Definitely. Like so, that's what they want. They want. They want to see if the Muslims actually really get mad, and when and when we do get mad, then that that makes them happy. Right. And we serve their purpose. And it kind of reminds me of the story when um the Prophet was praying in front of the Kaaba, and uh, one of the kafar they came and just threw camel guts at him. Mm, right. Yeah, yeah. Right. And they wanted to like get a reaction out of him, but he did nothing. Right. There you and, go. For and, sure. And that's the mindset that you have to have when approaching. Exactly. It's not to fight fire with fire. Don't use fire to fight fire. And when we do talk about these things, when when we're being provoked, right? Like if I see a bear, (laughs) if I see a bear and I go and I provoke the bear, I keep tapping it. Mm -hmm. I know in the back of my mind that you're getting your head chopped up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's either that or I'm going to wake up the bear then he's going to get angry at me and he'll probably kill me. So when people are provoking the religion, mm-hmm. don't give them what they want. What they want, yeah. Mm-hmm. And essentially, another thing is that um, when we see negative aspects being approached to the religion, mm-hmm. it always, 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 and people really need to pay attention to this, it always turns positive. Yeah. When we see this uh, this guy on the internet, I've seen, he's, he's, he's becoming famous, this Sneeko yeah. guy. Yeah. Okay. He, on, I didn't even know who he was. <laughs> but when I seen him doing, uh, there was a video of him going around. Mm-hmm. Um, he's talking about uh, he was like doing b- bad things. You, people have probably have seen the video, maybe if they have, mm-hmm. it's, it's all over the you know Toronto pages and stuff, yeah. you know. Um, and it was like the next day after he got so called cancelled or whatever, or the people tried to cancel him, all the Muslims people started attacking him. Mm-hmm. He went and he brought three. He brought one scholar and a couple other really good dawa men oh, okay. who basically on TikTok they preach dawa. And, they, right. and then to, as apology, mm-hmm. he didn't apologize. But he, what he did was he brought in these people. Right. Now something negative on the next day of his stream, he brought in these uh, Muslim scholars to talk yeah. about the religion. And what this did was that yes, he did, and he has a large following. Mm-hmm. What did this do then? When these three men or four or five men came on the on his uh, stream, mm-hmm. they spread the message of Islam. Yeah. They talked about Islam. They talked about what what why what Sneeko said was wrong. They talked about how he's ignorant. Out of his ignorance, he said those things. So we can see, and this is just a minor example. You can even sure. apply this to larger things. Yeah. And when people try to attack their religion, it somehow positively turns out because now those people that were watching the stream, they're giving the religion. They now up. have knowledge about the true yeah. Islam. Yeah. Not all this radical they see on the news. Yeah. They mm-hmm. have the true Islam on the top of their brain because yeah. Yeah. of a mistake that the guy made. So it's actually a beautiful thing because it's always just. There's always justice going around. Islam is a just religion. That's what it is. 100%. And this, of course, goes to the dynamic of good slash bad publicity, right? Mm-hmm. You try to give Islam bad publicity. Positive things came out. And this is what happens, actually, mostly in all these, uh, you know. Yeah, man. And even in the Quran, there's uh, there's verses dedicated to people who mock the religion. Right, there's 100%. A, I forgot what surah. I think it's... um. All over, I'm pretty sure. Many, well, many verses. Specifically, yeah. surah labs. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, and and these generations of people, not in the, these are just individuals we're talking about in the modern world. But when you look at the history, and the people that were punished, and you know how used to when they used to mock, it used to be on a much larger level. They used to mock the prophet. They used to mock the message. You know, this relates to the monafikin who used to pretend like they were, you know, hypocrites, right? 
the two-faced people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has destroyed generations and brought them back. Yeah. Destroyed them and brought them back um, because of their mockery. So, yeah, like, you know. The mockery of the religion, it hasn't just started now. Like, it's been since time. 100%. And, and now it's getting, in fact, it's probably going to get more severe as we yeah. go generation. By the time we grow up, we're, gonna, we're probably going to be witnessing yeah, honestly. crazy, intense things on the news. We're already witnessing people provoking the religion. Yeah. Major countries, major organizations that have single target is... Ruin the message, the, ruin the countries, right? You look at the yeah. Middle East, what they're doing. And ruin the image of Islam. Right. And so how do we relate this to the youth? Yeah. How, do, how do we relate to the youth is that we understand that, okay, mockery is going to happen regardless. Yeah. Right? In fact, it should strengthen our iman. Mm-hmm. So as youth, when we see people mocking, the first thing to do is, okay, don't uh, don't get enraged, yeah, right? Don't, don't give them the reaction that you want. Don't leave comments on posts. Don't don't cuss. You know, I've seen a lot of Muslims yeah, they go Muslims crazy. Do, they go crazy, yeah. And in fact, this relates to the same the Sneeko guy. He, when he came the next day on the stream, you know what he told the the scholars? He told them that, yo, you guys say that you have a religion of peace. It's not looking very yeah. peaceful. You're messaging. I'm getting messages every day from Muslims saying I'm gonna cut your throat. I'm gonna do this violent, yeah. violent things. And he's telling these these scholars that, oh. Mm-hmm. You guys claim to be a religion of peace. Why Why are these people? And then they explain that, no, in Islam, we separate the sin yeah. from the Muslims. So just because they're doing it, does it mean it's, does it mean it's right? No, no, absolutely not. It's not right. We separate the sin from the Muslims. Muslims are not perfect. Their religion is perfect. Their religion is perfect. So, again, you know. Because that's how Allah SWT has created us with mistakes. Right? Absolutely. The only way, we're, there's never going to be a time where we're, we're going to be perfect. We... we try to be perfect we try to be our best but we all are going to make mistakes in our lives and the only way to fix those mistakes are to stop are to learn from them right and as youth we should understand that when we're in in these situations it's like don't give them what they want because then don't get emotional don't get emotional right 100% and don't give them what they want and don't um, uh, and understand that when these people they're going to come out and they're going to say that look 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 at Islam yeah Look, look how they are they're violent people but no, this is not the religion, right? Even for like non-Muslims, like say like they read Quran, like uh, personally, I've had many friends like they're like like they're reading the Quran and stuff, and they're and even on YouTube, I watch a bunch of these videos, and they're like so into it, and they're like, and I've seen so many videos like Christians have converted to Islam just by like focusing on the Quran and reading Hadith. But then like say that those are the same people, and they read all these messages and see how Muslims are. Right. So like that like gives them a bad image like oh am I really right about choosing Islam like I feel that's a impact on them negatively yeah and on that point actually you mentioned like other religions and stuff another thing I wanted to get into is as youth that <clears throat> when we go out we go to work we go to school mm-hmm. we have responsibilities we're going to events organizations we're gonna see a lot of non-believers right we're yeah. gonna see a lot of non-Muslims we're gonna have to deal with them we're gonna have to you know. Be friends with them, you know, yeah. and associate with them. So sometimes, like, there may be conversations that are brought up about, you know, religions and stuff. And mm-hmm. as youth, I think personally, personally, this past Ramadan, mm-hmm. um, what one thing I did was, um, I did, I like every Ramadan, I try to focus yeah. more, of course, other than the basics, fasting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yes, he's giving me the look that fasting, right? No, but of course, besides the basics, the fasting, the Quran, of course, making sure you pray five times a day. Um, I, I try to focus on one other aspect. So something I don't usually something do. Because I feel like Ramadan is, yeah. the, is that time of the year where it's like, start the new habits. Because Definitely. not only do you get more uh, reward, reward, yeah, yeah. reward, you get, you know, 
more beneficial and then yeah. you create the habit for the rest of the year yeah so mm-hmm. something i got into was tafsir you know really understanding yeah, the quran the translation you know because uh, that's, i think that's that's really good. yeah because my, my parents always tell me like yo you should always try to prioritize yeah. understanding the quran like yes we know like we know that it's been 10 years you know yeah. even reading and reading quran you can read it so much but if you don't understand and it what's, what's the point? point what's the point exactly yeah. so it's just a suggestion to all the youth as well like try to prioritize understanding what you read even if you read just a page yes. understand yeah. that page fully you know it'll really it'll create your connection because i think truly mm-hmm. when i started understanding the quran what it said it created a greater connection with god yeah. a connection that even just uh you know just something it's, it's a better connection yeah. right, is what i'm trying to say mm-hmm. when you understand the quran so um and it speaks to you right it's that's exactly just how yeah. and that's just how like the words of allah are they touch people's hearts mm-hmm. right right and also like when I, the imam at a local masjid he said he told us like ramadan isn't just to perform or do things or to intend to do things just in one month it's for you to just like you said practice so you can do it for the next mm-hmm. ramadan Yes. And then you make sure you add another thing. Call yourself. Yeah, like that's where, the way to do it. This is where you start the habits, right? Yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. And on that uh on that same uh, sort of area um when another thing for the youth I suggest is when we understand other religions, mm-hmm. uh, at least the Abrahamic ones, mm-hmm. it actually truly strengthens our own Islam. Mm-hmm. That's what I noticed. Yeah. So while I was doing tafsir in Ramadan uh, every day, a lot of conversation was brought up about of course, Bani Israel, mm-hmm. the Jewish people, and the Christians people at the time, because yeah. of course, before Islam came, from yeah. that from the people, it was mostly uh, they were all Jewish. Even the most yeah, prophets yeah. were of Jew- Jewish descent. Yeah, they're mostly of people of Bani Israel. Yeah. Islam, I think. Yeah. I don't want to say the wrong things, but um, so there were a lot of Jewish people. That the, the, that religion was established. There was a Christians, of course, many many Christians. Um, so I think it's important that as youth. Not to do extensive research, but just to understand the basic premise. Because mm-hmm. what it does is, it when you see, when you compare, we see a lot of debates online, right? Because yeah. in Ramadan, I'm sure we're not going to watch movies. Yeah, yeah. We're not going to watch. But what we are going to watch, though. I'll be is, I'll be <laughs> Yeah, bro. That, that, that's a good one. We can that later, too. Yeah. Um, but we see people doing da'wah. We see the scholars. We, we hear Friday lectures, you know. We hear, you know, topics about sure. certain things. That we, we try to listen to that instead yeah. of, we, we deprive yeah. ourselves of yeah. typical media. Yeah. Um, but when we do that, we sometimes hear conversation about other religions. Now, even the scholars, they do extensive research on other religions. Why? Because, of course, it, it gives them a better understanding of Islam. Yeah. And it, it gives you to refute the other religion. That's right? what I'm going to yeah. say. Exactly. Yes. Exactly the point. Is that since you understand all three and you think that, okay, Islam makes the most sense on this topic. Or what happened mm-hmm. at this event? The Bible says this. The Torah yeah. says this. But what actually happened is this. this. In Islam. Whether that be in the Quran, whether that be a Hadith. Mm-hmm. And it makes a lot more sense. For sure. And... Of course, we believe in that mm-hmm. over everything else. But it does give you a better understanding yeah. of why did these other religions go astray? Because at the end of the day, they all had the same message. Yeah. Some went astray. Of course, Islam is today yeah. strong and mm-hmm. well. Yeah. I definitely agree with you, Bilal. And like, as you were saying about the Quranic translation, back to that point, one more thing I'd like to add on, like, it's not even hard to like read the translation. It can literally happen on Muslim Pro or like any app you can even have a specific app just for tafsir and like that's how you should start off and like you can and after that you can even get a, a tafsir book like there are different volumes and chapters and you can slowly like dig into it and uh, so what i do is i uh go on youtube to search up like the tafsir and then i download it and then i listen to it like a podcast yeah when like i'm on the train and right yeah. Just, yeah yeah you can I do, do that, that too. Well. It's, it's mm-hmm. just amazing yeah 
um and you know what if i actually watched a video it was a i i watched this debate i think literally once a year it's it's, yeah, a, it's yeah. a debate between judaism christianity and islam mm-hmm. and it's from brother suleiman and i wa- and i wa- and i watch a lot of his work umar suleiman umar suleiman yeah okay. uh, he he's a great I, i even saw him in person actually he was at um at one of the i think in malvern he did he did a show on malcolm x oh, yeah? yeah even that show was amazing and essentially I, i see a lot of his work and mm-hmm. I, and i came across this debate between a rabbi a priest and a and Islam mm-hmm. and they asked all three the same questions. Wow. Um well I I don't I mean we can't we can't really get into that because it's actually kind of long but essentially it's amazing to see that how much the, the answers answered by Omar Suleiman mm-hmm. is so much like it's so much more beautiful when he, the way he answers compared to the other the priest yeah. and the rabbi because when they answer the question they don't use the Quran to answer Definitely. but when the yeah. when the sheikh our sheikh uh answers the questions he he quotes directly he from the quotes, Quran yeah. and there was actually a question that was arise that oh why are you uh, quoting the Quran every time you answer because, and then the beautiful point was made that because the Quran is a complete guideline it's a book of rules regulations ethics it's it's how we live our life by yeah. so the when he answered the question people were shocked in the audience that wow look yeah. at Islam how beautiful it is that they just need their book and they're answering all these exactly intense questions Everything is in the Quran that you need, and they don't make it up on the spot. You know, this is yeah, exactly. It's, it's there. It's just how you're supposed to live your lifestyle. Like it's all in the Quran, and not just the Quran. And then you follow the way of Rasulullah SAW, like how he lived his life every single bit. Like there's so many his of his uh, of his uh, Sahabis. Like they used to follow him everywhere. He used to go. Like I remember more or less. There's a hadith actually. Like they were in a valley, and Rasulullah SAW like. Uh, ducked under this tree branch, right? And uh, and then once the Sahabi was with other Sahabis, and the Sahabi ducked under the same branch, and the Sahabi asked the Sahabi, "Why are you ducking under this branch? You can clearly just go, go through." But he said, "Because Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam ducked under the same branch, that's why I'm also ducking under this wow. branch." Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, Subhanallah. Yeah, and I know you mentioned yes, and you mentioned uh, Ali Dawa actually. Yeah. yeah, I do follow his page as well. I think he's he's honestly truly these individuals who go out in the street and they do dawa, whether it be debating atheists, Christians, Jews, or it's you know just debating and going to public events where Islam, the name of Islam, is being criticized, is being you know mm-hmm. uh, discriminated on. They really put themselves on the line. Like recently, what's been happening in I think Leicester, England. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a, there's a group of Hindutva people, um, you know, following I think what's happening in the BJP party in India, mm-hmm. and we don't need to get that we're not a <laughs> we're not a news broadcast, yeah. thing, but um, what I will say is like they were attacking Muslims. Mm-hmm. I saw I saw that they were attacking Muslims on the street, innocent Muslims, um, like sort of these thugs, right? These like, you yeah. know Hindutva thugs, you can say, um, and you know Ali Dawa actually he went on the streets and him and uh, another uh, brother Muhammad Hijab. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's amazing, honestly. Did you ever read his books? I don't know. I haven't read his books. Though. I watched his, uh, his, his YouTube, YouTube debates. Uh, his YouTube debates are amazing. Yeah, those, those Absolutely destroys everyone yeah. that he goes up against. Um, but yeah, these people—they're so like truly—they're doing like you know Absolutely God's work. They're going on the street. Yeah. You know, they're debating people. They're standing up for the religion, and um, this just shows that like this is. Isn't they're not considered youth, but this should be an example for us too. Yeah, example for us. They know they might not be the smartest people in the room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. They might not be the most like, you know, educated. Even though they're very educated, yeah. they might not be the most in the room. Yeah. But they're still putting themselves on the line. They're still not allowing this because at the end of the day, we are religion of peace, but we won't take 
certain um we won't take people trying to you know d- diminish our religion diminish especially religion. attacking public in the name of the religion right Same they were essentially saying that leave this in india right leave this in wherever country right yeah. not even india just a- anywhere all the all the it's like half the literally everywhere everywhere yeah and you know when, in other countries there's no need to like attack innocent people and stuff and so i actually saw the video uh, last night of him you know on the doing that when it was happening Right. And you know they try to gather people and try to explain to them like okay well because there was a lot of upset people and that and apparently it's a very dense Muslim population in that in that area in of England, England. Right? yeah in I think England. Leicester which is like I think uh, like it's like a London it's like oh, a city okay, okay. so um, yeah so they were just trying to educate the people on what's what's happened and you know yeah it's amazing to see yeah, that's a really good way to you know and that's not like spreading Dean like that's literally like reminding others you know. Uh, like, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala even says in the Quran, I don't remember the correct eye, but more or less he said, like, reminder is beneficial for the believers, right? right? And that's why we're supposed to remind one another. Even, like, whoever we talk to, we always try to remind someone, like, like it's always the little things that matter. Yeah, and it's not even the reminder, it's clearing up, like, the misconceptions that yeah. are in the media. Yeah, yeah because, right. like, most people have been, most people are all over social media like you're always on social media right mm-hmm. and that's the message the message you intake and that message might not always be the most positive message that's what i believe like they're doing the, their best job to like clear the negativity mm-hmm. and turning into positivity did you ever watch that um jordan peterson uh the debate passage the message the message is not messages yeah i see that yeah, yeah. That, again so see that's another yeah. thing where it's like when a youth sees that they, you know, it's very, it's a very interesting thing because I, I don't remember. I watched a while ago, but what, what, what exactly do you remember? Exactly what he said. He, oh, yeah. he mentioned he things about, film, yeah. about he mentioned Shias and Sunnis. Yeah, he mentioned that there's a division. Yeah, he was saying that like every Sunni should have a Shia pen pal or something. Right, bro. I, he was just wilding, bro. He was wilding. He did some outrageous things, and Muhammad Ajab, you know, being in that scene, he he did not allow that. <laughs> he did not allow that at all. Um, he decided to, I think, have. Uh, he asked him to, can I be on your podcast? And he called him out. And he, yeah. he, you know, he called, word to word, I'm quoting, he called the Prophet Muhammad, so, so, so. a warlord. And that's not in se- essentially like sort of a, mm-hmm. like, you're not trying to attack yeah. him. I can understand Jordan Peterson because mostly he is a respectful, uh, you know, he's person. A he is a respectful. But essentially, yeah. when the when Muhammad the Job came on the podcast, he he called him out for it, like pretty much right away, saying that how can you call the prophet? And then he basically told him how in Christianity there were more wars, there was more violence than other religions, and you don't call their people yeah. warlords. But yeah. when it comes to Islam, you have all these negative comments. So again, perfect example of how this should be dealt with. You see people trying to diminish the name of Islam, but then it was handled perfectly by people in the Dawah scene. And we should learn from these people that do the research. When you hear someone, okay, so for example, like on this topic, if someone calls the Prophet something, something you know, that's not respectful. Um, understand that, oh, why, why is Jordan Peterson making that statement, right? What, where, what position is he coming from? And then listening to, like, to people who know more knowledge on that subject, and then making your opinion, okay? Then understanding, and then it'll clear all the doubts, you know, anything that has questions. Because I know a lot of youth that have, like, they're always, not questioning, but they have a lot of, like, doubts. doubts and they have a lot of gray areas in Islam. And I know there are, in every, in, you know, there yeah. are, but there's always answers to it, right? And it's important to ask and prioritize 
you know, learning from others instead of, you know, just, just social media, social media, or just making it up yourself, you yeah. know, whatever, whatever that it, the conversation is. And there's a lot of like, um, TikTok moms. That, yeah. You know, TikTok TikTok moms. Yeah. They justify a lot of things that are mm. other scholars. And then yeah. as youth, we're looking at, okay, well he said this, yeah. this imam said this. Yeah. So how do I, right? there's a contradiction. Yeah. Right. And we know, and then when we see this, we know for a fact in our brains that yes, yeah. Islam is perfect. So someone's wrong here. Yeah. It's either A or B. Yeah. It can't be both, right? Be both. So that's why I, I mentioned like doing our own research on topics. Yeah. Seeing what's truly right. Don't just listen to people. Yeah. Right. And Especially on high level topics like you know whether that be I don't know, for example like jewelry. You know the the permissibility of certain things. You know talking to the other gender, etc. You know music. I know I see some imams yeah. claiming that music is halal. Yeah, now, things like this is like you know halal music quotation 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 quotation. I just switched to Shias now, like a couple yeah, years now. Alhamdulillah. Yeah, and inshallah. Yeah, I limited as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like inshallah, I'm not gonna do that. And I'm not I'm never touching that stuff ever again, bro. I just switched to Nashis now. Yeah, Nashis and podcasts pretty much. Even for me, it's mostly podcasts now. Yeah. But here's the thing Nashis are good, but you can't listen to them more than Quran. Listen to Quran, yeah. That's, that's true. Like, listen to the Quran, and you can also have listen to Quran with translation. That's like a message for like all of us, like something we all need to work on. Like, none of us are perfect. Like, we all have, we always have room for improvement. We're all trying to learn and do our best. 100%, yeah. And even on, like, recently, like, I started prioritizing, like, beginning of this year, like, I'll be real, slacking on the Fajr prayer. Mm. My mom was always on my case about it. But as soon as I started praying, like, Fajr, it truly, like, enlightened my life. I was going to say, uh, there's a Sheikh Ahmed Wardak. We're going to have him on the podcast, inshallah. And in one of his reels, he was saying, the Fajr prayer should inspire you. You know? And I feel like Bilal kind of relates to that a bit. Yeah. Yeah, like as soon as I started praying Fajr, like amazing things started happening to my life. All the doubts that I had, all the, you know, things I was trying to overcome started to like solve itself. And I was like, wow, this is, and this is just not even like, you know, imagine if you continue and then what amazing things are going to happen. It, it enlightens your day. It starts your. It's another thing is it just starts off your day properly as well. Yeah. You know, it gets you going, and then like as soon as you're done praying, you feel motivated. Like you know, all your want to go back to sleep goes away. It goes. Away, you know, yeah. you just want to, you know, start doing all your work for the day, mm-hmm. and you know before it's even noon, you've already you've accomplished. Done, accomplished you've so, done what you maybe you've done some work. Maybe you've yeah. done some like school work. You know. Yeah, like a lot of us like slack on like reading Fajr Namaz, right? Hundred percent. And like, and that that would be me too. Like. That would be me too, and now Alhamdulillah, like I'm back on track. Like, right. Yeah. Like, for Fajr, like we as young youth, like it's hard, but like once you're on it, you're on it. Hundred like, percent. You know, like for me, like I'm, I'm, I'm become happy for myself because like I'm, I you just your day just becomes so much easier. Like I, I felt, yeah, I, felt I agree. That. I think it was you that posted on your uh, Instagram. It's hard to pray in a busy life, but prayer makes a busy life easy. Right. Yeah. 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 That that I like that quote. It's mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. Because, look, we're always busy in our jobs, school, but it's all about, like, taking out time to just, yeah. just pray. Yeah, and I think another thing is, like, as you sometimes you get, like, forces, like, okay, just pray, just pray, you yeah. know? And then we're not emphasizing like, why, why it's important to pray. Once mm-hmm. the youth or any, any individual just understands, like, the actual benefits of praying, mm-hmm. not even just Fajr, just prayer itself, yes. 
they will just want to do it themselves. They won't even. Yeah, they'll do it automatically. Yeah, those, it's like an automatic. It's like a trigger. It's just you will get into that yourself because you're like, oh, I want that life. Yeah. I want a good life. You know, I, I don't I want never problems. Knew that was the thing. It's like, you'll just find it out. You shouldn't have to pray. It should be a want. It should be a, exactly because yeah. then once you start wanting to pray and not just praying just because of the prayer, yeah. like okay, let me just oh my god, it's usher. Let me yeah. just pray. If you just say that okay, if you pray with more passion, pray with more integrity, then everything goes. Then it's easier for you to make the prayer. Yeah. It's not a chore for you. It becomes like like you said, yes, it's like a want. Oh, and speaking of prayer, did you know that like some Jews pray like exactly like us, but they like go into sujood first and then they go into ruku. I found that out recently, and I was like, whoa, that's like so similar to Islam. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was relating back to the topic of um, like understanding other religions too, because in that generation, of course, there was a lot of. Jewish people, there are a lot, there, many of the even the prophets were of Jewish descent, you know, Christians as well. And um, in, in the Quran, it mentions that they were indeed we chose, indeed to our knowledge, we chose those people, right? So those people were chosen. Um, you know, they made a lot of mistakes as well. Mm-hmm. Um, they were punished for it, but then also when the message came to them, yeah, uh, of course they were reassured. But the Prophet Musa, right, that story mm-hmm. as well, and then they used to do horrific things too before. The message came, you know, the you know, killing, you know, children. I think, you know, killing what uh, women, killing women, yeah, yeah, killing women, and horrific things like that as well. <clears throat> it's killing prophets, right? You, you said that. I think so. Yeah, they're like a they're a chosen group that Allah chose, and that's for us to see as well, right? Yeah. As an example, as an example, not to make those mistakes, right? There was this one prophet, I believe it was uh, Prophet Zechariah, right? I'm 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 not sure, but it was a prophet, and. Basically, they wanted to kill him. So, God told him, right? He's like, go um, run away, right? So, God opened up a tree, right? So, like, a, a whole tree opened up in half, and he went inside and he hid. But when he went in, a part of his clothes showed, so they knew that he was in the tree, and they just chopped him inside. Whoa. They chopped the prophet. Yeah. Whoa. That's actually it's insane. insane. It's insane, bro. And this was done by Bani Israel. Yeah, Bani Israel. Yeah, yeah. Right. And, and everyone knows the story of Isa, right? They, right? they wanted to kill him too. They crucified the faith. Yeah, faith. exactly. Yeah. Proofs are hidden, you know, yeah. of Islam, like being the true religion. You know, that's, that's how we hear it, but sometimes deny that it might, that it's not the true religion for the people who, who are in that negative process, right? But to turn yourself into positive, you have to look in depth within these topics to see what really happened. Like, like Bilal said earlier, do your own research. You can't just believe in something one person said, the other person will say something else. Then you're like, what is what? That's why you use credible sources. You go to your local imam. You have all the sources you need. Mm. Alhamdulillah. Anything else you want to add, Bo? Uh, Good? Yeah, on that topic, yeah. Um, what's the last thing you can say? You guys, you guys talked about NJT, right? Yeah. yeah. You guys see it got banned, right? Yeah, you got banned. Crazy. I didn't know he got. <clears throat> didn't know Andrew Tate got banned until uh, Issa told me. I was just in in the middle of a podcast, and he was like, "You know, Andrew Tate got banned." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, no, he got banned. Yeah, it's crazy though. It's amazing to see how they can silence people though. If anything, we've learned from him is like, <laughs> when you say some crazy things, like you will get silenced. Yeah, it's, bro. It doesn't matter. There's no such thing as free speech. There's no such thing. All these rights and all these, yeah, you know, platforms, they'll take you away like this and a snap of your fingers, you're gone. 
And look at him. He is actually gone. Like, he's, yeah, he's, he's gone. gone. I haven't seen him. <laughs> but I feel like what he... But did you guys see what he said about Islam, though? Yeah, His stance on Islam? But you want to go in a little bit more detail? I swear. Yeah. I, I swear. He, yeah, like... Um, he was on a podcast with Eddie, like the guy from the Dean Show. Yeah, he, he's, yeah. A, he's a... He, I think he's on so many podcasts. Yeah. Like, I listened to, like, a few. And he had Muhammad Ali Khan on it, too. Muhammad Ali Khan? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was really early though. That was before a lot of things. That was before. Yeah. That, was, that was a lot. That was early. Uh, early in his like internet takeover, yeah, right. you can call. Um, before the pyramid scheme emerged. <laughs> right, and about some of the things. Of course, we we all agree that his stance on women and all this craziness that when he took over the uh, internet was yeah. it just is it's wrong. Of course, it's wrong because he's a very special individual. So. You know, he's on a different realm. Wait, wait, like special, like on the spectrum or like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no. Nah. Like, but what, what, what I do agree with him is his some of, some of the, just some of the some things he said about, like, okay. especially about Islam, because he would defend Islam. He said that, and this kind of relates honestly about everything that we've talked about when it comes to defending the religion. Mm-hmm. He said that the Muslims yeah. always defend the religion. Right. And what, what good is something that you don't believe in if you don't defend it? Yeah. And he said they're the last religion on the earth because... They defend it. They have no, like, they don't bend anything just to fit, you know? Yeah. They always, they're very strict in the, in the rules. And this is this is true, right? That's this is true, true with the religion. Yeah. 100% this is true. And when I hear this, I'm like, yes, this is good. This yeah. is good publicity for the religion because he's saying the things that are, in fact, he, he mentioned that he can say something about Christianity. Christianity saying that, the, uh, I don't want to disrespect, with no disrespect, but he said that um, Jesus, he can say he can wear a shirt that says Jesus is gay, and he can walk through the streets of London, mm-hmm. where he's from, yeah, and not get touched, right? And this is true because That's how it is. I think I, I've seen some posts about priests and, um, you know, they're they're every, the whole religion is being. <laughs> that's a, no, no, no. That's a sore subject. That is not a human. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but, but essentially, just to, like take a step back, is what he's trying to say is that you can't. You can't do, say not even anything yeah. close to that about Islam, mm-hmm. whether it be anything about the Prophet, anything about the religion, because you will be attacked for it, yeah. and rightfully so. Only be not attacked as physically, yeah, but yeah. you will be called out for it, right? Mm, yeah. And that's what he used to emphasize, yeah. saying that. And he's a Christian himself, which yeah. is insane because he said, "I donate." He mentioned that he donates like fifty thousand dollars to his church in Romania. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, okay, well, hold yeah, on a second. Yeah, <laughs> hold on. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You got amazing things to say about Islam, <laughs> yeah. But then you're a Christian. Well, I, I guess it makes sense. I mean, yeah. you, you can have respect for other yeah, religions, you but have respect, yeah. I, the things he says about the religion is like pretty positive. Yeah, yeah true. Yeah. And there was this like one clip of him, um, just in the car, and he's hearing the azan. Right. Yeah. I haven't seen that. that was crazy. Yeah. He just plays it. Damn. Exactly. Like some people have negative impact, but at the same time, they also have the positive. Mm. But. But that's when like people get lost. What's actually positive? What's actually? Negative. I think like that's another reason why he got silenced too, because of what he used to say about Islam. He didn't say anything about Christianity. He didn't say anything yeah. about Judaism. Mm. But he had a lot of nice things to say about Islam. He he called out all the all the rich people, all their schemes, right? He calls out a lot of. He basically tells the the world about certain things that, and of course some of them are you know you can't agree with, but mm-hmm. some things are honestly if, if you listen to them and, and you really understand. Yeah. Uh, he he recently mentioned about people that were just switching up on him mm-hmm. like they would defend him when he was up and going up on the internet and then as soon as he got banned yeah, all these people are just now making yeah. um, like 
conversations about him saying like, oh, he was a bad individual anyway and stuff. Yeah, but then that energy wasn't the there. They're just going with the flow. They're, going with the they're, flow. they're just liking him because they're probably getting their sharing too, right? Yeah. So that's yeah, because he got silent. Cool. They're like, oh, yo, who is this guy? I don't know this guy. And that's what usually happens as in like in friend groups as well, right? Like if, if you have all this kind of money and your friends are like, oh, yo, this guy has money. You have to be around him, you know? And, and then when, when a person like drops their money or like doesn't have that, then everyone's like, further away from you because mm-hmm. that people have different point of views on people like they'll go for their money they'll go for gold diggers yeah <laughs> <laughs> like people and with like negative mindsets yeah so you trying to tell us something bro what yeah you trying to tell us something <laughs> no, bro. i'm just saying like people should have like I'm, I'm not saying that people should have but i'm saying like we all have to be changing into a positive mindset that's all it is and speaking of positive mindset did you know that having a cat improves mental health i swear you had a cat below where is it yeah no it's sleeping in my room you know she's smoked yasin and she's like yeah she came close to me too man and like she didn't really like also, it was you, not me. Okay, no, 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 no. Like, like she literally. You want a cat, though, right? Tell yeah, yeah. I, I want a cat too. But when, but when it came to your scene, it actually gave a big, bigger sneeze than it gave to me. So I, <laughs> I feel like it was a scene. But yo, below me and your scene been wanting a cat for a while now. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Even you too. Yeah. Yes. They were. Bro, our moms don't let us, man. They you just got. You got to persuade uh, your parents. I'm telling you because they always say that they don't want the cat. They don't yeah. want anything. Um, or like even even like my mom was like, oh, you know, you're you're not gonna take care of it, you know. Yeah. Um, but then once I brought it, like once I once I told her, when I persuaded her, I'm like, yo, I'll take care of it, I'll pay for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, let's just bring it. Now you should see mm-hmm. who takes care of the cat the most. <laughs> now you should see who loves the cat the most yeah. on the spectrum, bro. Like she's like, bro, she'll do everything for the cat. Yeah. And then when I first brought the cat to the house. She was like, oh, no, no, I don't want to touch yeah, it. And yeah. all that. And within a month, you should see the way everything broke. So that's what I'm trying to tell you guys, too. It's probably the same. Yeah, that's what I feel like going to happen, too. I've, okay, so last week. But you know, okay, hold, before you start, actually, yeah. I just want to mention this. Yeah. On the topic of um, you guys trying to persuade your parents, mention the benefits of Islam. Yes. Subhanallah. Because once you bring that angle in, they can't say yeah, no. They, they can't if you talk about how the Prophet, you know, they, the Prophet used to bring a... Yeah. Well, I think during his... um. Juma, there used to be a cat that came and sat in his lap, and he was okay with that, right? Mm-hmm. And that's where like the whole, you know, we understanding of the the pop, you know, how yeah, the cats how are the like saliva clean, is right? Clean and the saliva is clean, exactly, exactly. And if you use this angle of the benefits, and apparently it, you know, brings blessings to the house yeah, to taking sure. care of a cat. Even just feeding a cat, it gives you sawab. So yeah, I'm over good. here getting infinite sawab every day. Of course, <laughs> yeah, of course bro. that's what we want to do. it up right now. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Snacks <laughs> <laughs> too. Snacks too. Yeah, you know so. But yeah, no. If you if you just tell them like some like Islamic benefits as well, maybe you know. Yeah, like even on like uh, when I'm sometimes like scrolling through these uh, Islamic Islamic reels, like I would see I've been seeing all these like cat uh, Islamic benefits. Like if you have a cat, like when they're in your house, like they bring so many blessings, blessings to your family. Yeah. And I just want that to happen too, you know. Yeah. But like, Inshallah. My mom's like, oh, like uh, you're not gonna take care of the same thing, and like, what if it leaves, like for around the house okay no problem i'll clean it like, it's okay and the story that yeah the story about your mom like in the cat man bro um one of my friends came from uh 
Well, they're from Qatar, right? So they came, and they were telling him about their cat and how their mom just like hated the cat, right? But then, when the kid is at school, (laughs) the cat is just like sitting in the mom's lap, and then she's on the phone. I'm like, bro, exactly. It's it's the same story. You know, Yasin, actually, I just just look at you, bro. I remember, I just remember something, bro. Yeah, we're gonna talk about this on the podcast, man. I saw Yasin in 2018. 2018. You know where I saw him? You know I saw him though? On my Umrah trip. Bro, what are the odds? Listen, Anyone listen, that's listen, been to Umrah, you'll know that it's pretty much impossible to yeah, find you. You can even lose your family like within yeah. 30 seconds. <laughs> Especially on, on a Friday prayer, bro. Yeah, yeah. So many people in Medina. I, I saw him in Medina and Makkah. Look at the beauty of that. Medina and Makkah. Like, this and, is like insane. And before that, I haven't seen Bilal for about a year. Literally. Right? Yeah. Right. Two. I didn't see this man. And then we ended up seeing each other um i think it was it was it was, it was in for the first yeah it was, it was for fair. so Fudger, I, yeah. I i go I, my parents are like okay well, it's time to go and get ready yeah normal I'm, I'm thinking okay it's about to be a nice normal day mm. bro i go i sit down uh-huh. i think also i wasn't even in the main area of the masjid i was mm-hmm. in the corner part of the masjid okay i'm sitting down i see yeah i see yasin stand up like five rows above me oh I'm like, how do you notice me, bro? No, like five rows. It's just up there. Like, you okay, know, oh, maybe not five, maybe a couple rows. Yeah. I see him stand up and I'm like, bro, I squint my eyes. I'm like, yo, I already have glasses on my phone. <laughs> Are these working right? I just tap my glasses. I'm like, am I seeing this man? I look at this guy. I'm like, yo, this is literally Yasin, bro. On the budget. Dang. And then I look at him. I'm like, yo, Yasin. He looks at me. He couldn't believe it. We're like, no way. And then like, we talked about it. We talked after, like outside. Nah, and it's not even that, bro. And when we went to um Sai, right? Like when you're walking back and forth. Bro, we met each other again. We were both bald. <laughs> <laughs> nah, so after we see each other in Medina, obviously, um, in fact, it was it was so coincidental that some people decided to go to Mecca first and then they do their Umrah and then they go to Medina. Mm-hmm. But... Me and his family, of course, we decided we okay, go Medina first, then Makkah. That's so coincidental. Exactly, because yeah. a lot of people don't even do that. Yeah. And so, and on top of that, we went during the exact same time. So, when we when I when I went to Makkah, he must have gone at the same time. And yeah. then we see each other on Safa and Marwa in the walk that wow. you do during the Umrah. Bro, and, and this is when we're bald. So when we see each other, we like slap each other's heads. We're like, yo, look at that. <laughs> Look, we're both bothered. Our parents are like, "Yo, oh, these kids were just shaking their heads <laughs> down like not too long ago." And the thing is, it was packed. It was packed. It was yeah. packed. And then I, I remember you asked, um, "No, her mom asked, did you guys plan this out or something?" Right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Parents couldn't believe it. They're like, "Yo, you guys must have planned this. Like, how are you guys seeing each other?" Like, you know, that's crazy. You don't know what hotel you were at? Well, I don't know. Right? Yeah. You know the hill? You go up the hill. All those like. I was over there. Clock tower, hotel, oh, okay. The clock tower. No, no, not the clock tower. No, sure, no, no. Sure. Um, but yeah, it was good seeing you there, bro. Yeah, it was crazy. 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 Well, Casey and that was five years ago. Bro. Five years? That's not like five years. Bro. I just got a memory on my Snapchat about yeah. three years ago or like four years ago that it's just a picture of me at, um, it was a picture of a picture of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, in front of the in front of Mecca. Wow. And so I was thinking about yo, that trip was amazing, you know. Mashallah. Yeah. I just thought I'd mention it, you know, because yo, we should all plan a trip to Mecca and Medina, inshallah, like, with one imam, right? Like, with one scholar, yeah. But like they're all like youth, like behind. Them. I'm pretty sure people must just do do that, right? Yeah. Like, like we should plan something. Like that. That, that would be, that would so be nice. amazing. Like 
all of her, like all, all of her friends group and like, you all together. With not even that. You, the the umrah is gonna be amazing too because yeah. you have someone that you know that can yeah, someone you know that can correct you and you know because a lot of things I I, I before I even went to umrah, uh-huh. I had to do. A lot of research, right? Memorize yeah. the duas that you yeah. because you cannot just go, you cannot wing it there. Of course, you gotta <laughs> understand. You gotta also understand, like, of course, how to do the umrah, mm-hmm. all the duas you have to memorize, yeah. and because you only get one shot to like, well, you, well, you get enough time when yeah. you're there. But when you're doing it the first time, it's, it should be Perfect. like a spiritual cleansing. Like you have to, you should keep that on the top of your mm-hmm. mind. That why am I doing this? Why is this a pilgrimage? That's like, why am I? Why, why am I doing this for me? You know. Yeah. Right, so and, and inshallah we all get to do Hajj one day too inshallah. because Hajj is obviously inshallah. the next step. Or you know, but some people even do Hajj first. But my family said, okay, yeah. we'll, we'll do Umrah. I went to Hajj before, but I was like three, four. You went to Hajj? I was small, so wow. it, it but, didn't count. Yeah, like, I appreciate yeah. it. Doesn't count. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> look at this guy. He's pouncing. He's like, oh, that didn't count. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he can't wait. He can't, he can't wait. wait. Yeah, bro. Like, he wants to go with you. Maybe that's why. Yes, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> bro. Yo, bro. I seriously want to go to Saudi Arabia. Inshallah, we should all go. Inshallah, I'm trying to go Istanbul though. Where? Mm. Istanbul, Turkey. Istanbul. Mm. Yeah. Talked about some great topics today. You know, I guess you can say um, it was mainly about defending the religion. You know, it's a unique topic, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, something new to talk about. Of course. Yeah, it was amazing, you know. Hopefully, we do this again, you know, someday. Yeah, yeah hopefully, you know. you're a regular guest, right? Hmm. No, regular guest. Yeah. You're done Inshallah. for that? 100%. Right? Inshallah. Yeah, well, Call me up. Different topics. <laughs> Different topics. You have to have the notes, you know? You got it ready. Yeah. <laughs> 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 How do you do this in this guy? I'm replacing Saeed, bro, as, as the host. <laughs> <laughs> Throw that in. Throw that clip in the beginning, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Won't be the first time. Okay, bro. Isa wants to do it, too. You, you want, want to be a, a podcast host? Isa. Isa, yeah, he's one, he's one of our friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was just you two, right? Was it you two? No, I was there. It was just me and Isa, and he was like... No wonder I like the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I'm getting roasted out here. Yeah. Oh my god. Nah, but I miss Saeed on that podcast. I miss him saying, SubhanAllah. <laughs> I miss those ad-libs, bro. We should... We should, <laughs> we should, have, a board. <laughs> we should yeah. have a board. Just like... And, and, and every time someone says something like... Um, religious. You just click the like, <laughs> You know those easy buttons. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. And then, then you click it. Exactly. It's like, yeah. it's like those streamer sets. It's like you tap this. Mashallah. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of Saeed having to keep saying it, you know. No, no, no. It has to be his voice. Oh, it has to be his voice, it has right? To be his right, voice. right, right, yeah. yeah. It'll actually be much better. Because <laughs> like the way he says it, bro, it's just, it's just iconic, bro. Yeah. It's gonna be like the staple of this podcast. <laughs> absolute, like concrete. To the success of this podcast, <laughs> I don't think we got one this podcast though. We didn't get it. We didn't get a Saeed ad lib. Can we get it? <laughs> yeah, like can we get a. Can we get a Subhanallah? Subhanallah, bro. You gotta redo that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that is so jokes, man. All right. Subhanallah.